You're listening to Opening the Tent, Stories of Jewish Belonging, an original podcast produced by the NYU Bronfman Center for Jewish Student Life. Our guest today is Jana Kazukin, a senior in Steinhardt studying English education. I think my first really immersive experiences of Judaism were when I went to summer camp um, when I was 10. I, I had been to synagogue before and, and gone to Hebrew school and, and participated there. Um, but I hadn't really had access to Judaism in my home uh, because since my parents are from the Soviet Union, I, I didn't get sort of a Jewish education from them. They weren't really able to, to share those traditions with me because they were still learning about those traditions. Um, so there wasn't a lot being passed down to me in my home. And going to summer camp was a real experience for me of, of finding tradition. Um, I, I loved all the parts of summer camp that everyone else hates. Um, like I loved Shabbat services, and I loved when they made us all sit in one place and sing together, and I loved like all the silly chants and things. I mean, most people didn't hate that part. Um, but I think a lot of kids really dislike the Jewish aspects of summer camp, and those were my favorite aspects because... I think I've always been drawn to rituals and to sort of communal group traditions um, and things like lighting the Shabbat candles together and saying the blessings and Havdalah um, at summer camp were really, really meaningful experiences to me and sort of my first exposure to real Jewish community. I think it's a pretty common experience for uh, children of Soviet Jews to be sort of hyper aware that there is a lack of um, a lack of Jewish knowledge in our homes and often a lack of Jewish tradition. I always wanted to have that Passover Seder where my grandfather would sit at the head of the table and tell old stories about the family and there would be some strange tradition that had been passed down for for a hundred generations um but because my family was was cut off from judaism uh, in 1917 um it, you know when when um the russian revolution happened and my family really lost access to to our tradition. I felt like I was I was teaching my family Judaism, and often I was bringing things home from Hebrew school that I had learned, and I led the Passover seders, and it it never felt organic to me. It always felt like something that I had to go out of my way to do. Um, sometimes my mom often participated with me and helped me um, implement new traditions into our house because she was also always passionate about Judaism. Um, but it was never something that our extended family was interested in. It was never something that my my siblings or my dad were particularly interested in. So I I always felt like I was missing something in my Jewish experience, that like other people had this familial, warm Jewish home life that I lacked. Um, and because I went to Hebrew school, I, I did get a, a Jewish education, and I think um, quite a good one. So I never felt like I didn't know things that other people knew. But I did feel like I, I lacked a certain home environment that, um, that my Jewish friends had.
There's a story that my mom tells a lot um, about her grandmother's family. So the, her grandmother was sort of the mother in the situation, and, and my grandmother was a child at the time, and they were, when the Nazis came, um, they fled east. And uh, to get east, they had to cross uh, the Black Sea uh, by boat. And the story goes that they were about to get on the boat, but my mom's grandmother had forgotten the kosher dishware, like some dishes that, that were like koshered and she felt like she wouldn't be able to get the right dishes in the East or whatever. And she insisted that everyone had to go home to get the kosher dishes and then come back. Um, so they went home and got the kosher dishes and they got the next boat. And it later turned out that the boat that they nearly missed was bombed by the Nazis. I mean, that, that, I, I don't, I don't think that's the reason I keep kosher. Um, it's definitely not, but it's, it's a story that sticks with me, um, of the preservation of tradition being a path to literal survival and also metaphorical survival. Because I keep kosher and keep Shabbat, I think people assume that my relationship with God is something that it isn't. I choose these things for myself because they have meaning for me. Things like keeping kosher have to do with my relationship with my ancestors and with my community, and um, things like keeping Shabbat have to do with my relationship with myself, and I think a lot of people assume that when people take on certain types of observance that they have a very simplistic or, or dogmatic relationship with the divine, which isn't my experience. Thanks for listening. This episode was produced by the Beehive Story Collective at the NYU Broffman Center. Subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts for new episodes every Monday.